What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Self Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And uh, today we have on a fantastic guest. It's comedian Mike Vecchione. Oh, my gosh. He is so funny. He's truly hilarious. He's He's hilarious. One of the best comics. He's been on The Tonight Show multiple times. Uh, If you want, like, guaranteed laugh, go look him up on YouTube. The sets are so good. Guaranteed laughter. I mean, seriously, I mean, like... being in stand-up for so long, yeah. I think comedians can get desensitized to, like, just jokes in general and yeah. stand-up comedy. And I was laughing my ass off this morning. I was listening to all of his <laughs> all of his sets, all of his late-night sets, everything. It was fucking great. It, the writing is great. The delivery. I was like, holy shit, this guy is amazing. Yeah. He's, uh, he's the best, and he's one of the sweetest people on the planet, too. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy our interview with him. We talk about so many different self-help things. Uh, I'm going to plug a couple tour dates, and then we'll get into our interview with Mike. Sound yeah, good? sound good. Um, so this weekend, I'm headlining Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton, Wisconsin. I'm excited to come see you guys there in Appleton. Uh, and then March 19th through the 22nd, I'm going to be at Go Bananas in Cincinnati. Uh, and then April, what is that, 9th through the 12th, uh, I will be at Dr. Grins in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And then May 7th through 9th, Spokane Comedy Club. So go to KelseyCook.com nice. for tour dates. There's uh, some other spots floating around there in between, but those are the main ones. So nice. go get those. Yeah. And then today is March 2nd. So that means tomorrow, Taylor Tomlinson's Netflix special comes Yay! out, you guys. Oh, my God. Uh, definitely calendars. go watch it she's bummed that she couldn't make uh, this hot sesh today um, <laughs> but definitely go watch it I cannot wait to see it um, and then what I guess I'll plug something uh, yeah. my thriving artist course is now available at delaneyfisher.com that's an easy way to find it yeah. so basically if you 
product-based, if you want to start a product-based business of any kind, yeah. I will show you step-by-step step how to do it with some unconventional uh, strategies that I have used myself because, well, I sell dick stuff. So, you know, <laughs> not everything can be all mainstream and shit, you know? So if that, if that sounds fun, uh, getting business advice from somebody who has kind of had to uh, pivot a little bit, if you will, <laughs> and who does not have a business uh, background of any kind. I'm not tech savvy. I really break it down into simple steps. So DelaneyFisher.com, Thriving Artist Course. Love you guys so much. <laughs> Love you guys so much. Uh, here is our interview with Mike, and then uh, we've got some segments for you afterward. So here's that. Yeah. All right, we're here with Mike Vecchione. Yay. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thanks for doing the show. I have to say, I watched a bunch of your stuff this morning, mm-hmm. and I was cracking up. Oh, and, like, good. I don't, I, you know, I don't laugh a lot at stand up just by being part of stand up for mm-hmm. so long. I think we just get desensitized to a lot right, of stuff. Right. And I was laughing out loud at your shit. <laughs> I mean, really, like, I, like I'm a big fan now. Like, oh, wow. good. No, <laughs> wow, that's wow. a relief. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Just wanted to tell you that. Thank you very much. So we do. We bring um, people on. We make them feel good. And, yeah. Yeah. You know. And then you tear them apart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I like that. You do like the makeover show. It's like, um, your comedy is great, but um, why are you so fat? Eating habits. And then I cry. You break me down. I cry. And then and then you give me a hug. You're yeah, like, you're going to you make out. it, kid. That's one step at a time. And you build me back up, and uh, it's like a bar rescue, except yeah. for a person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just verbal ayahuasca. Absolutely. We just do it, yes. you know, for yep. free on a podcast. That'd uh, be sweet. You're fresh off the plane. Fresh you live off in New the York. Plane. Yes. And you guys um, have a your rep. Your uh, I was telling you right before we went on air that your podcast has a very good reputation back east. That means oh, so, so much. Yeah, the word is spread. So. Oh, that's really nice. That means a ton. Yeah, we Very love sweet. anytime we're on the road and have helpsters come out to shows. It's like it's the coolest. Right. Because this is all in a vacuum. It's just us in a right, little studio. Right. So to go actually meet the people that listen is always the best feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. So you and texted- have you been noticing the difference on the road? Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. It's crazy between. At least for me, between this show and then the Rissa Fury Foosball web series, it's like it's such a cool blend of people coming up, either right. wearing like a Rissa Fury shirt or uh, in a self-help shirt. It's it's pretty cool. That's great. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah. yeah. So you texted us a list of things that are kind of in your self-help wheelhouse. Yeah, like I'm constantly. Uh, I didn't realize this until I actually texted you that, but like I'm into a lot of things to try to like. Uh, better myself. That's awesome. Yeah, like That's every really like, awesome. And and the thing is, like working. I don't know how you guys do it, but um, working them into a routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then seeing what works for you, and then weeding out the stuff that doesn't work for you. Yes, you know what I mean? absolutely. What hasn't worked for you? Um, I, the things that work for me the most are. I, I can kind of tell when I listen to them or I read them. It's like, oh, that's a good thing, or yeah. that, or or if it's not, I'll go. No, that's not. That's not for Doesn't me. Doesn't stick. Um, like a diet thing where um, vegan uh, people doing vegan stuff. I'm on that low carb. I'm on like a South Beachy type of uh, thing. Okay, and I I think it really goes by. <laughs> Like New York guys, <laughs> this feels very East Coast to me. <laughs> the sort of South Beach, <laughs> the Jersey Shore. <laughs> well, yeah. I did stop on the way to get hair gel before I came Looks here, great. so I made sure Fantastic. I was at my best. I didn't know there would be cameras. It's very I, I risked it. Um, but no, I think that um, like my brother and sister started doing the same thing too. I think maybe our blood, we have fat blood. I don't know if that's what it is. But no, like it's something along with like sugars or something. 
I feel like if I cut the the sugars and the grains, like it cuts my appetite, and then that's wow. that's ninety percent of it. Okay. So if I just ate no meat, I mean I'm all for that, but like my appetite, I'd still have that craving. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So when I cut the grains, it cuts my craving. Yeah. So we talk a lot about intuitive eating on here and how yeah. it's not like it's not one size fits all right. for everybody. There right. are certain things and you know, everybody has like dietary restrictions and, and all that shit. Yeah. So yeah. that's what works for and you. Then, and then and then the energy increase is big for me also. Yeah. Like I had a huge energy increase. But then it's like if you fall into it, like I I work out. So when you work out, it's like, okay, I have to infuse a little bit of carbs into this or yeah. else I'm gonna hit a stalemate. So it's like it's constantly changing. Yeah. Like the I, I I am intent on having a high energy level. Yeah. I want to have a high energy level. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else that you do to maintain that besides food? Is there like certain workouts the or food, The food is the, or... I, I realized once I did the food thing, I'm like, oh my God. Like, cause I was, I don't know if you guys have ever been this way where it's like, you're tired and you don't know why. It's yes. like, I can't imagine like, I'm, I don't have a fa- like a family and kids depending on me. I can't, oh, how do people do this? I right? don't like know. I don't know how they do it. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm exhausted all the time and I can't figure out why. And then I cut it and my energy spiked and I'm like, oh my god, this is like a new window opening up for me. It's like I'm in shock. So then yeah. that opens up a whole bunch of other stuff. Like you're not procrastinating as much. Right. Yeah. Like you're just going like, okay, let me just go through and get stuff done. Yeah. And it's I, I, it blew my mind. So that then set the tone for like, um, I went through a couple of bad breakups and like. After every bad breakup, it's like, okay, dude, I gotta get, I gotta stop obsessively thinking about it mm. and figure out a way to get past it. Yeah. So like, I got meditation from that. Like, nice. just like I'm not an expert guy, but just like I do an app, I do 15 minutes a morning. Oh, that's, that's great. great. 15 minutes. That's really, and good. that sets the tone for the day. It helps. Yeah. And uh, I started doing yoga. Yeah. After one of the breakups, and that's like really like hot yoga because i was i went in the studio for the first time and they were like okay your goal is just to stay in the room today and i wasn't a great athlete but i did wrestle at a division one school uh, for a while and uh for for a little while and um it was very very tough room and i she i was like stay in the room sweetie don't worry about it i'm gonna be fine (laughs) stay in the room stay in the room for real I almost left the room. I was like, oh my God, like I can't believe how mentally weak I am. Like, I almost left the room. And I still almost leave the room every time because it's like so hard. Yeah. But it opens your body up and it makes yeah. you feel like it, it also like, it almost like when you come out, you feel high. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So I guess that's the opposite. And people take drugs to feel high or you could just deprive yourself of oxygen and water and then you could feel high that way. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. So, <laughs> but like the next day I feel energized. Like yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Like I feel like even when I'm meditating the next day, like I can breathe so much easier. Like my chest is opened up. Yeah. You know? Which is something I never got from like competing in sports or any kind of weightlifting. Yeah. I love the fact that you are talking about meditation and yeah. yoga and right. you look the way you do. You look like yeah. a cool like man's yeah. man, you know? And I don't think that's like talked about yeah. enough is like men kind of getting on board for self-care yes. and self-improvement because yeah. it's like this weird thing where it's like, oh, yeah, that's for ladies or that's yeah, la- whatever, right? That's and out like, the window. <laughs> that's out the window for me or anybody yeah. with a brain because it's like, yeah. look, I-, I can't believe it in pain. I can't yeah. live a painful life. Yeah, no. I went through a break one time. My brother's like, you know, you should go talk to somebody. Yeah. Talk to therapists. Like I was like, no, no, I could do. I was just like suffered needlessly. Yeah. yeah, it's like go talk to somebody, get your issues out. It just, you know, you guys know as comics, like just talking out jokes, even if you don't come to a punchline. It's like it, the process of talking the joke out Absolutely. helps. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, um, like later that night, you could be like, oh, there, that, that's it. There's yeah. an angle there. there you it know is. what I mean? Or in the shower or something. So yeah. usually in the shower, like if you're driving. 
Yeah. You know? yeah. What's it's the app thing. you use for uh, meditating? I have Calm, but what I've been doing is uh, I've usually just been going on YouTube and uh, doing like, I did the Sam Harris uh, yeah, meditation for a while. Me too. Yeah, but I, because I, I like the present moment. Because yeah. it, it's the whole goal of it is uh, people, because people say they can't do it and they go, my mind wanders, my mind wanders. And I'm like, that's, but the whole, everybody's mind wanders. The yeah. whole goal of it is to, is to realize that your mind is wandering and bring yourself back to like the present yes. moment. Yeah. Your mind that's never stops wandering completely. Right. Like that's what a mind does. You yeah. can't, you can't prevent it from doing right. that, right. but you can catch it and bring it back. And the more you do that, yeah. usually I feel like the time between each wandering can lessen a little bit. That's yeah. true. And it's yeah. also like uh compassionate self-talk, like the way you're like, you know, it, it's like a puppy, like the people make the comparison. It's like a puppy <laughs> who you just are redirecting. You're yeah. not angrily redirecting yourself. You failed again, dude. <laughs> like, are you thinking about your laundry? Failure. You suck. Fuck you. Why you try? Yeah, yeah, I Tennessee been, to do that sometimes. I have been that uh, person while meditating so many times. Yeah. Where, and I think also meditation has taught me that it is not just this gradual, like constant incline of you're getting better and better it's so many like one step forward two steps back where you might have one day and you finish a meditation you're like dude i just fucking killed that shit like (laughs) i'm i'm gonna start teaching the courses apparently i guess i'm this good and then the next day i cannot go for more than two seconds without my brain thinking about like what i'm gonna eat in five minutes and then like the email i have to send and then i'll get i'll get so upset with myself like i thought you were better than this i thought you were way better and then it's a good exercise and just like okay it's not always going to be only positive yeah that's why it's called a practice right they really say it's a practice but that's really what it is yeah i fucking hate practicing though i'm such a perfectionist like i don't like any rough drafts i just like to have it be good but that's i will be by myself in my bedroom trying to meditate and be like you look so fucking stupid right now i'm like nobody's (laughs) here why does it matter if i look stupid i'm by myself in my apartment but like you know that that shit where it's like you're so in your head about everything like if somebody walked in and I had died in this position, would that be, <laughs> would that upset me? You know what I yeah, mean? Like, right. God, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Ugh. We're our, we're the worst. Yes. Yeah, like, um, like when you're a perfectionist though, isn't that a thing where it's like your self-talk is real harsh? Oh, yeah. So it's like, it's like, no, no, get yes. it right. Yeah. It's, it's like a mean coach. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever that mean coach was at whatever sport you played right. growing up, it's that voice. Right. And there's like, you know, we talk about the book, The Artist's Way a lot on this podcast. They have an exercise called the Monsters Hall of Fame where you write out whatever, like if you start to hear that voice in your head, yeah. it's good to pause and be like, who is that? Right. Like, where did that come from? Right. Usually mm-hmm. it's a teacher. It's like a grade school teacher or some high school coach who just or had the worst. Yeah. yeah parent. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. parent most commonly, I think. Right. Um, just such negative talking down to you and then you can take that and flip it and make but do you ever have that thing where it's like the voice is harsh and then you go to catch yourself you're like okay where is this voice coming from and then another voice comes to defend the first voice (laughs) going hey do you want to do you want to be successful or not dude okay because you're not going to get it with the softer voice (laughs) let the abuse happen (laughs) come on man yeah well my therapist so my therapist knowing that i'm a perfectionist and that i do you know beat myself up all the time one method that she tried with me i've spoken about it before on here but she said okay well next time you're starting to beat yourself up about something i just want you to like really let yourself have it don't try and stop it just go as hard as you can and see what happens wow and what was so interesting is as i started to just really lean into how mean i could get to myself that other like the angel on my shoulder kind of stepped in and was like 
okay, but no, like that's not true. You're not the worst person of all time. You're not the shittiest comic. You know, all these things that then if you exaggerate it, something in you actually does kind of come to your defense. So I was shocked by that. I wasn't expecting that result. So now I do that sometimes. If I'm upset about something, I really just go in until I come to my own defense. Um, I have named my inner voice. (laughs) I have named the shitty voice in my head. I call her Mavis, and she is a royal bitch. And I picture her just like an old, grungy little lady who just like a really like very strong like English accent or something like I don't think I would do that to find with you, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. I'm like, fuck off, Mavis. Yeah. I got shit to do. But like, I find that it kind of makes it, it helps like make it comical, like, and less, yes. you know, less shitty, less mean, less That's real. Right. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you're basically a cartoon character that lives in my head. Yeah. Go fuck yourself, you know? Deported. Yeah. <laughs> Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> out of my Mavis. subconscious oh, Mavis have a safe trip Mavis <laughs> oh my god so uh, you talked about going through like how recent were the breakups you went through uh, I'm 47 okay. so um, I've been through I moved to New York at 31 okay but I, I had some breakups I had a big one when I was in my 20s okay and then because uh, I was engaged and then oh, okay. uh, and then I had um, a couple of I couldn't really get my bearings after we broke up in Philly uh, for four years, I stayed there, finished up my master's in um, special education, taught wow, for a wow. while. That's amazing. And then, wow. and then I moved to New York and then, you know, started doing stand-up. Yeah. Um, still needed a part-time job for a long time. But yeah. uh, just a series of relationships that uh, didn't work, and I was the problem in a lot of them, just not being a – not – Really getting over the first one, and mm. and and then carrying the baggage with me, and then mm. and then and then getting lost in um, the this career. I mean, yeah. you can get lost in it if you don't have your bearings. Like I'm a little 100%. more grounded yeah. now and settled. Yeah. But um, if you're just like trying to find your footing for years, yeah. um, you're like, is this ever going to amount to anything? Am I going to make any kind of money? Like, am I just yeah. living with roommates forever? Like, how's yeah. this going to play out? There's no guarantee. There's no guarantees, and uh, you know, so that all plays into it. You know, so um, yeah. After, but I went through some ones where I broke up with them, and they mm-hmm. somewhere they broke up with me. Yeah, and um, I find it. I don't know if you guys find this, but when you break up with somebody, it's like. You're armed. It, it it hurts because you're you're inflicting pain on yeah. them. Mm-hmm. But you're you're always armed with the reasons. So if you ever get weak, like oh, I wish that person was back in my life, you have the reasons to go. Okay, here's why. Here's why. Here's why. And yeah. here's why. So it's like it's kind of like comforting in the sense that whereas you had to inflict the pain, which sucks because yeah. you love the person, but you have all the reasons. If you yeah. ever backtrack, yeah. If you get dumped. You're just dealing with blunt force Ugh. pain, where it's yeah. like I don't know what this was. I thought that everything was good, like because yeah. you both have different concepts of how the relationship is playing yeah. out in your mind, you, and you do the best you can to communicate it. Yeah, but uh, you know, you don't always commu- You know, you're not on the yeah. same page a lot of times. So the person who gets dumped is just has to figure out how to pick up the pieces. And there's no explanation. They give you like a public explanation, like a, like a press conference <laughs> explanation <laughs> where it's like, look, right. we're not on the same page. Yeah. We don't solve yes. problems well together. But they give you that nice one. But <laughs> yeah. it, it's probably something much meaner. Like you were just too fat. You're not tall enough. 
You're not tall enough. You're never going to be tall enough. Okay, that's what it is. And it's like I thought I could overlook it, and I just I just can't do it. Literally, I'm sorry. I can overlook you too easily. Actually, in fact, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Other men tower over you, and and it it makes you seem like a bitch. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to have to like they're not going to go that deep because they're already hurting you. It might not be something you can control, but it it could be very much that. It's like I thought I could deal with it, but you know what? I just can't. I can't. I just Mm. can't do it. So I'm going to move forward. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Like I'd rather have the press conference one where they're like problem solving and we just aren't on the same page and different directions like For sure. You know, that right. kind of thing. But after the but after getting like a uh, broken up like you're dealing with that you're just dealing with the pain. Absolutely, so yeah. so it's like okay, I, I got to, you know, I got to pick up the pieces here. How how can I improve myself? Like how can let let me try to take this time where I'm yeah. alone. No one wants to sit in it. And be alone, right? You know, and uh, that's my theory about like super hot people. How they kind of they're kind of vapid because they've never had to sit in it. There's always somebody on the other end of a phone. There's always somebody who's like, "I'm no, I'm no good with you. Need me tomorrow? I can do it." You know, so that's why they're kind of like, "I don't know." It's like they've never had that time just to sit there with their crushing pain. <laughs> that is incredibly true for sure you know yeah. I mean? that is so they don't so have any depth funny. to them but that's the reason why yeah well I mean like every celebrity ever is just like they just hop from next it's person constant next musical chairs yeah. it's just who, who wants <laughs> to fuck next yeah I've had seven people lined up you know like look at Jen Aniston it's just yeah. like constant uh, like so she can beautiful. have whoever she wants right. why would she want to sit beautiful. in pain I'll take her I'll fucking take her exactly yeah but why would I want to sit in that and be alone if I don't have to you know mm, if, I, yeah. if I don't have to mm, so. yeah 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 um, so you mentioned that at one point you were not open to therapy did that yes. change yes, and when did. did it so like you got into therapy and how's yeah. that it's great too it's great too um once I see that something works, like I'm not like one of these. Oh no, I'm not doing it. It's like, hey, does it? Is it practical and does it work? And yeah. and it helps if somebody else is doing it. Yeah. And if they do it, and then their friends and they're like explaining to me, no, it helps. It helps get all this stuff out from childhood. It goes way, way deeper than you you would ever imagine. Yeah. So yeah, going and talking it out really helps, and uh, it helps to prepare for the sessions too. Not just going in and winging it. It's like a set. You know what oh, I mean? Like I couldn't you agree prepare more. for the like I used to journal before the sessions, same, so that I could go in and be like, okay, yeah. here, you know, let's let's problem solve this. Let's let's go here. What do you think? You're an objective yeah. outsider. Like, yeah. what do you think? And and some of the things that come back, you're like, oh my god, I never even looked at it. Like your parents were cruel to you. Your parents did this. You know, and it's like, hey, my the the uh, the the thing to most people come to their parents to like, uh, my parents love me. It's like not saying they didn't love you. Yeah, just right. saying that. There, you're broken in this way, in this way, in this way. Everything has a cause and an effect. Yeah. And if you want to know the reasons behind, just like somebody, just without emotion, just kind of listening to what you're telling them and like looking at the situation, and breaking it back down to you, and you're like, yeah. Oh my god, I was too tied up in it emotionally yeah. to even see that. Yeah. First of all, to even see your parents as people. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, That's what a huge hard. first step <laughs> that yeah. takes people. Such a weird thing. <sighs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery 
starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. I love you. I mean... I feel like everybody should look at therapy as, like you said, almost a comedy set or whatever, but you're doing yourself a disservice to not take it seriously and really mm-hmm. take each minute you're in there right. seriously. Right. I used to, for maybe the first like year or so of seeing the therapist I see in LA, I was still getting comfortable with her. And I feel like it would take me at least a few minutes to just start talking about what I needed to talk about. I would get in and kind of be like, so how are you? And she, it was just this weird back and forth where I had trouble just using her as like my therapist. I felt like I needed to be polite and have this, you know, I don't go in and be rude now, but I just mean like I felt uncomfortable going in for what you're there for. They're they're not there to make polite. This isn't getting coffee with them. This is a, you're paying them for a service. And so now I go in and I'm like, Hey, like, how are you? Good. Cool. And I just get right into it. That's good. And I don't feel weird about it anymore. Mm -hmm. That's really good. But I really think about that too sometimes because a friend of mine told me that they, they go in and sometimes they try to charm the therapist and I go, I, I, that's complete because I, I look at it like the way you look at it like yeah. hey I, you, you're providing a service like what yeah. are we doing like both of us yeah. are busy like right. like go in and like but there is a vulnerability to it where it's like okay I'm gonna have to open up some stuff where I but that's you kind of got it that's where courage comes like it, it you kind of yeah. have to be courageous to be like look I, I gotta solve the problem like yeah. I have to, I need help yeah I need help so yeah. it's like you have to humble yourself that way. Yeah. They are a different person than any other person in your life. Yeah. So you should not treat them as you would just like, you know, a friend you're sitting down to get a sandwich right. with. It, it has that feel to it. Like it's like a friend. Yeah. But, it, but it's not at all. Yeah. It's like a thing where it's like, look, I need help. It, you know, this could really help my life. Yeah. It really yeah. could help my life if you could give me some strategies where my therapist will say things to me sometimes and it like, it'll teach me a way to think about things differently and that'll resonate. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then I won't have the same emotional reaction that I yeah. had previously. And it'll literally change the way I look at yeah. look at it and change the way I feel about it. Yeah. Um, you talked about that at a certain age you realized that in some of your relationships you had been more of the problem. How? What age-ish yeah. was that? I think I've been a problem through, throughout. One, with, with the girls I've dated who, who were uh, good people. Yeah. But it just didn't – it would have never – it wouldn't have worked either right. way. So mm-hmm. you, you look back and you're like, oh, you know, because right after the relationship, you're like, I could have done this. I could have done that. And it's like if you get some distance from it, you're like, this would have never – it would have not it wasn't worked. wasn't meant to be anyway. It wasn't meant to be anyway. But it's uh, – and this is a cliche. You don't want to hear about this right after the breakup, but it's an opportunity to figure it out and to become a better person from it. You don't want to hear that right after, though. It's like, uh, whatever, dude. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be a great dude. (laughs) At the end of this, when I'm 80 and by myself, I'm going to be a a superhuman being. I think you start to get shitty, you know? (laughs) Let me grieve. But it's really, uh, it really is the truth. Like, I've taken something out of every single one of them where I'm like, you know, just, it's it's like, 
people make the, I don't know, maybe people do make big jumps, but for me, it was everything's like incremental. Yeah, mm, yeah. absolutely. You pick up a strategy here, try this, talk to friends about it. And, I, and we're in a day and age now, one of the good things is like, you could be very open with your uh, friends. Yeah. And like, are you trying this? Like, what's that doing for you? It's yeah. like, oh, it's really opening. You know, in comics, we all talk, we all hang out, we all socialize. Oh, that's really working for you? Well, I'm going to try this. Like, okay, well, let me know how that goes. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's good. It's good to be in a group like that. Yeah. I was just going to ask, have you experienced like any any like big breakthroughs or like aha moments as Oprah calls them? Okay. Um, like, Is it, there a book under what, my seat? Is there a book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Everybody gets a car. Is that what you're telling me? We'll give you a free, free uh, lift ride. That's all we can afford for this show. <laughs> yeah. um, like any any like big holy shit, I like something clicked for you, um, whether it's in therapy or just at all around, you know, past um, like trauma or Oh, one thing in therapy recently, uh, I, I had the mindset of just like working through everything, like nose to the grindstone work. And I've always been like that with sports. With, I wasn't the best athlete, but I always prided myself on working and and like grinding it out yeah. and my therapist was like what why do you have to grind everything out why is everything mm. got to be grinding it out like can't you take the same thing and like hey i'm excited about it i'm excited about doing this i'm gonna i'm gonna wake up i'm gonna um and i'm gonna attack the things that i have to uh get like the things that i want to do even yeah. I, I just said it, i just caught myself saying the things that i have to get through it's like you have to get through them yeah like yeah. do them with enthusiasm yeah. like you want to do them and yeah. it'll change the nature of what you're doing and yeah. that's real. I, I didn't realize that i was thinking that way until he told he he caught me he's like everything is just you running uphill it's like is there any any reward wow. is there any it's like it's it's the way you're thinking about things. It's like wake up enthused about what you're on the road. You're going here, great. It's cool. You're gonna get to do this. You're gonna get to do that. Like oh, these yeah. are things that are great things. And I, I, I and this is no lie on the on the on the flight here. You know, I have no, I have no Wi-Fi, but I'm looking through the pictures in my phone while listening to music. Yeah. And it just look. I'm like, I have a pretty cool life. Yeah. And it's like you're looking through your phone. You're like, oh my god, I've traveled all over the place. Yeah. Like, get to hang out with different people. Like, I have a great relationship. It's like, yeah. you know, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. You're you know currently I mean? on a plane, about to travel to go do stand up comedy. Right. Yeah. Coming to L. A. Like, uh, you know, I haven't been here in a, in a long time, so it's like, it's so cool. But yeah. I, you know, if you if you don't think of things that way, and you're like, ah, I got to push through this. It's like push. You're not roofing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, I mean? you know what I mean? You're not, this isn't a construction job, dude. It's like fun. We do we do a fun, cool thing. You know? Absolutely. That's, that's so funny. I love pouring that. cement right now. Yeah. Right. Ease up. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah sometimes it just takes like a, a mindset shift. Right. For things to like nothing can change except the way you think about it, and it just opens up this whole new way. Well, of I don't know being. if you guys feel this way, but like like half of it's just the awareness. Of, oh, I wasn't oh, aware yeah. that was happening. Yes. Yeah. Just absolutely. like I wasn't aware of my diet, like my diet like, was making me feel, uh, you know, I still struggle with it, but it wasn't making me feel like lethargic and worse. Right. But I, And I didn't realize it. So awareness right. is like half of it. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And there's so much more longevity in doing something because of enthusiasm as opposed to that like militant yeah. discipline. Right. I mean, yeah. it's obviously important to have a great work ethic and be disciplined, but if you are only doing it because you feel that you have to and right. not because you're actually enjoying it anymore, I mean, that that's just a recipe for burnout yeah. so quickly. Right. There's no but, joy. Yeah. Where's the joy? Then it's like, oh, you're, you, you get done with one thing, it's on to the next thing and you're right. not even being present enough to like really take in what's happening. That's it. And people like, 
you know, people who work regular jobs, like they would kill to have our lives. Yeah. They really would. I mean, if you if you just like all you have to do is step out of this a little bit and talk to them yeah. and their and their jobs and like most people uh, like are dissatisfied with what they're doing. They're doing it for a check. They're right. working a, a set schedule. And uh, we we're like, I mean, this has a lot of downfalls to it. Obviously, yeah. a lot of disappointment, a lot of heartbreak. But it's it's not it's not that you know. I mean, right. we still have the freedom to create, and we get to do a bunch of cool different things. Yeah, Absolutely. I feel like our like our peaks and our valleys are more extreme yes. than somebody with, uh, you know, something that they're not super passionate about. Right. They might not feel like a devastating disappointment in their career that right. way that we can, but they also might not ever feel that really high high of right. like when something incredible happens for us in this business. But right, right? that's true. Absolutely, that's true for sure. Absolutely. Um, what's something uh, like? What's one of your biggest takeaways? I know you're talking about kind of like going in intervals with uh, relationships and learning and all that. What is one of the more like recent takeaways uh, from a relationship or just you as a partner that you've been like, oh, okay, this is a pattern that's been happening. Here's what I want to do to. Oh, fix I, I it. know one that's personal. It's um, stopped watching porn. Okay. I've tried to do that a few times, and now I've like really done it because I, I've read stuff that it like ch- it it changes your brain. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And, and sensation. So I stopped doing it. Like how long I ago? Stopped doing it. Um, maybe six months. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Good for Literally. you. I know that, that's got to be really hard. Yeah. Right? Like when it becomes part of your routine and everything like that, and we've yeah. talked about a little bit about we did an episode porn on addiction. Porn and, and, right. yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So I stopped, and uh, I like it. I like I like not. It's like anything. It can become an addiction, you know, yeah. I and mean, like you can become a slave to it. So it's better just not, I think, to do it. So but I'm in a relationship now. So I'm like, okay, let me fo- – I think it takes focus from that too in a weird way. Yeah. Like I'm not sure like how it works with your brain and, and even if that's true. But I kind of have a hunch that it is. Yeah. So I've stopped and uh, I think I'm going to continue not to – Nice. Has sex seemed different to you since then? Like, is there a little bit less of like a desensitization or? It's not so much anything I super notice. But um, yeah, I think that if you operate by the premise, like what you focus on, if if you're focusing on that every day or multiple times a day, it's got to have some kind of an effect on it. For sure. So like, you know, affect your life in some way. So if I'm focusing more on the person that I'm with, or thoughts of that person, you know? Yeah. I don't want this to sound corny, but just from a mental standpoint, yeah. you know, I think it, it's 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 better. Definitely. It might be better, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. it's, I mean, the things you're consuming, it's not food, but you're right, still right, consuming right. it. You're yes. ingesting it into yes. a different, it's not going in your stomach, it's going in your head. Right. But that's going to affect And it's like every day. I mean, most yeah. guys are doing that every day. Right. And maybe multiple times a day. Like right. If you're not in a relationship or, you you know, you don't have a partner. So it's like, could be every day, multiple times a day. And yeah. You're right. You're exactly, that's what it is. You're taking it in in some way. Yeah. And you're focused on it so that... I'm not sure how it does, but it's got to affect your life in some way. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I think you so. I think it's, it. I think a lot of like for me, I had to stop like watching the news and like getting updates about certain current events because it would just make me feel kind of 
like low grade depression every day. You know, it was just like a, just enough, even a minute or two would be like, okay, now I'm in a little bit of a, a more shitty mood now. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that just was like daily thing. And so I have to feel like I feel like I have to really be careful about what I'm ingesting because my my mood can be affected right. a lot by right. external factors really quickly. Yeah. So I'm like constantly surrounding myself with like positive stuff, whether it's TV shows or podcasts or whatever. Um, but I'd imagine that's like the same the same kind of effect. Like you don't really maybe are aware of how it's affecting you until it's maybe been gone a while or Huge. something, right? So the social, I don't know how much, how much time do you guys spend on social media? Oh, Christ. I mean, because that's the next thing. That's almost oh, yeah. like, that's almost like porn sense of oh, like, yeah. but it can really bring you down. Oh yeah. Yeah. God. We've spent yeah. a lot of time in the last, I don't know, maybe a month or two talking about how I, I'm, I'm the worst of the three of us girls where I, I've spent a crazy amount of time on Instagram and I've started to spend less, but there was a period of time there where it just was, I would catch myself opening it after I had literally just closed it like three seconds before. Right. But I would have, I'll have like a thought that will create some sort of anxiety and my brain just opens Instagram to run from whatever that thought is. Mm. And then I'll catch myself and be like, whoa, okay, hold on. What were you just thinking that triggered you to do that? And then I have to try and like be with that thought. So I'm not that person that's just running from it. But I think you're verbalizing what we are all doing. That's what we're all doing. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, And then you get real judgmental. Oh. I get judgmental on on social media, yes, right. and it may, and that makes me feel bad. And then then and then you turn the voice on yourself, like, well, you're judging them. Who are you? Yeah, look at your page. Right. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Who are you trying to be? <laughs> look at you. Are you trying to be somebody too? Yeah. yeah. Um, Instagram actually just disabled my account for no reason, so I don't even. I'm not really on social media right now, and I'm like, you know, I'm not really missing it. I'm yeah. really. I, and I I was I really tried to have a set schedule with checking things and responding, and I. I try to carve out two times a day where I'm allowed to go on and look at it. So a little bit in the morning and a little bit in the afternoon. I'm not perfect about it, but I find having like, hey, you have 15 minutes to do whatever you got to do. Is it going to be a post? Is it going to be responding to people, all this? And then you can do it again in the afternoon and that's it. That's great. That's really the answer. I was doing that too with Instagram in the morning. I was like, I'm going to do this one time in the morning. Same thing, everything, Facebook. and, And then what sucked me back was the stories. Because oh. everybody goes, everybody's posting stories now. People don't even look at your posts. They look right, at stories. Right. And it's like you got upcoming dates and stuff. And, uh, yeah. and my, my- CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. My mother, my mother does this thing where she goes, she goes, she goes, well, you wouldn't be on it if you weren't, uh, you know, you're doing it for your work. You're doing it for your work. And I go, no, nah, there's narcissism in there. 
Oh. <laughs> it's not, I would like uh, to yeah. sit there and give myself the out too. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's just for work. Otherwise, I wouldn't be on. It's like, nah, there's a, a huge amount of narcissism in there. It's a chemical reaction that's happening and it's lighting yeah. up your brain yeah. to see these notifications and these hearts and, and right. nice comments. It's yeah. so addicting. And older people, I mean, Older people, I mean, I'm hard on millennials, I really am, but older people <laughs> like to shit on millennials for that, and uh, they don't, but I just was at uh, a, a casino performing, and they're, the they're right at the machines, pulling the slot, <laughs> even in, in a wheelchair, oxygen tent, they don't care, they're, so they're doing the same thing with a right. bigger machine. Different thing. <laughs> yes, so it's like, shut up. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so it's, oh my God, it's like, hard. we're all the same, dude, yeah. we're all wired, basically. Different format, Ruth, you're yeah. still doing it, yeah. bitch. Yeah, Mavis. Yeah. Mavis. Mavis. I think it was Mavis again. It was the slots. Mavis. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> um, but yeah, like the hearts and the notification, all that stuff can make you feel so good. And then one shitty comment can make you feel so bad. It's like, it, yeah. you know, what is that phrase that takes how many Atta girls to dis- disprove or discount like one shitty thing or whatever? Oh, right. Whatever. It's, you can get all the nice shit in the world and then yeah. a couple assholes chime in and you're What's like, the- what the fuck? My day is ruined. Right. Now I gotta do this right. and this and this, and like fuck, you know. Chaos. And it's just, yeah, it can it can for me, it can really affect me. And so I've had to, out of necessity, for my own mental health, to I have had to like limit and restrict social media. That's in great, like though. every sense. But I don't for get... you making that move is pretty great. And I gotta yeah. say, for you having the awareness of that's what's <laughs> happening, and that's why you're back, uh, be, yeah. and, and to stop and to sit with the thought. That's pretty. That's pretty great. Oh, thanks. Try I mean, best. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot. People don't even know they're doing that. Right. People have yeah. no idea that that's what's happening. Well, now, I mean, now that yeah. I say it, if people, you know, you might catch yourself doing it, right. and it's it's disturbing. Yeah. I can always tell I'm doing it if I click back on so quickly that that top photo hasn't changed. Like, there's not mm. even new yeah. posts to come in, and I'm like, oh my god, that means I was just on here in like under sixty seconds. But I didn't, I also, I use it as a big creative block. Like I could absolutely use that time to be writing or whatever. But Mm -hmm. if you're still getting, you know, little validations, little heart notifications, then it's just like, well, there's more. More treats. You start to going. Eat. Do I? <laughs> you start going. Do I even need to write? <laughs> I mean, things are going pretty good right here. <laughs> Fifty-one people seem to think that I'm pretty great right now. <laughs> oh my god! god. So yeah. Um, uh, I have a question for you. We were talking about kind of like you know you were in the kind of mindset of just like grinding and grinding and grinding. Is there anything that you have kind of set in place to reward yourself after certain things to try to keep you? more present yeah like i um dietarily like i'm not like a strict i try to eat i'm trying to eat right because it makes me feel better you yeah know? it makes me feel good but sunday i like have a cheat day and i'll go i'll go in like yeah. um i went to a brunch i grew up, my girl took me to a brunch uh, we were on the road we were in uh, providence and then we went for valentine's day we went to a brunch on after the weekend on sunday nice. and then i came home and ordered a pizza yeah, and eat eat most of the pizza myself. Yeah, like I'll <laughs> really go fantastic. in and pick yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll drink too. Like I'll, I'll like when yeah. I'm in LA. Like I want to go out with people I haven't seen in a while and have some drinks. Like yeah. you gotta allow yourself. Right. Like like uh, unless you have like a a problem, you know, sure. with alcohol yeah. or something. But right. uh, but I don't. So it's like I let me just enjoy. When it's time to enjoy it, let me just enjoy it and have a good time. Really soak it up. Yeah, yeah. Work and, hard, uh, play hard. Yeah, and then and then you know. And then the next day, um, get back on it. You yeah. Know, get back on the schedule. Get back on the routine. Yeah. And that's Absolutely. what works for you. you Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Again, that's right. some people, like, if as soon as they're off the boat, 
like go right. crazy and yes. cannot get back onto right that right. routine. But that's what right. works for you. Are perfect. you somebody who is able to like stop and celebrate your like TV spots and stuff like that? Like if you have like a late night set, do you yeah. like take now yourself I out do. to dinner yes, and shit? Okay, yeah. Yeah. that's good. Now I do that's after the, you've done this on show yeah. also. Afterwards, like I'll go to I'll go and have a big. Uh, with everybody I invited, yeah. everybody will be invited to dinner, and we all go and eat yeah, and have drinks and stuff. We got to celebrate. You this have business. To. This business is so brutal oh. in so many ways in terms of failure. I mean, you guys know, and I like, <laughs> getting cut down and and getting made to feel not good enough. When you have one of those wins, yeah, it's like and and and, and for your friends too. When they get something, it's like you got to go out celebrate. and celebrate with them. It's totally. like you're it. great. You, fuck it. You just you had a great win. Fucking let's celebrate you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can do that. that. Do 100%. that for other people and other people do it for you. We're all in this together kind of a thing. I love that. I think it's so yeah. easy to just like get that thing and be like, okay, next morning, what's the next thing? That, oh, I got it. And then you don't even take time to be like, oh my God, this just so happened. Hard for this. Let's yeah. just take that this used in. To be, I, that used to be what I did. Yeah. Like and on to the now next. I'm like, yeah, man, these things are, you got to cherish them. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. The whole thing is a is is a victory. Before we wrap up, did you have a quote like one of your favorite quotes or least favorite or least favorite um, quote? Uh, my favorite one is I just read it on the way here, and I don't know who said it. It's not mine. I can't say it's definitely not mine. But um, you shouldn't be pursuing happiness. The pursuit of happiness is not the goal. Happiness is the byproduct of living a meaningful life. Oh, mm. I like that a so lot. Good. People are chasing ads. It's like, what makes you happy? It's like, it's hard to, you know, but if you live a purposeful, meaningful life, you will inherently be happy. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love that. Mic drop. Yes. <laughs> mic drop. I, uh, I should have done that one last. <laughs> the other one is uh, that I don't really, maybe it, people are using it differently than the way I'm interpreting it, but no. um, I have to speak my truth. My truth. And I think people say that and it's like, okay, the truth is its own thing. The yeah. truth is its own thing. You don't it's not yours or mine. It is what it is. And sometimes it's unpleasant and there's things but you have to adjust to the truth. You don't make the you don't mold the truth to your own situation because then it ceases to become the truth. Yeah. It becomes like a delusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's convenient for you. Uh, versus yeah, yeah. if it's the truth here and you're like, okay, this is the truth. Like uh, if you have a parent that's like uh, a narcissistic parent and you're like, I have to, it's not pleasant, but I have to cut this person out of my life. Like yeah. I, it's, they're ruining me. Right. And yeah. it's not pleasant, but it's like, that's the truth. And, yeah. and some people try to go, no, I'm going to incorporate them in. That's my truth. It's like, it's not really your truth. What you're yes. doing is you're trying to mold the truth to fit your situation so that you don't feel bad in the in the moment instead of doing the right thing long term for yourself. Yeah. Mm. My truth is completely yeah. subjective. The truth is right. completely objective. Right. So right. it's like when people make it my truth or whatever then it's yeah, right. different. The truth is the truth. Yeah. Nobody yeah. owns it. That's why it's, that's why it's special, you <laughs> it know. It just what I mean? exists. Yeah. Yes. And you have to adjust yourself to the truth. Yeah. I like that. <sighs> but therapy and all this stuff really helps you see that because you can't see it sometimes you know what i mean you're yeah. blind. we're all blind so it's like it helps you to see it and then once you see it then you can make an adjustment to it yeah that's what's good about stuff like therapy and like meditation and stuff oh yeah Absolutely. for sure i think we brought a full circle oh, we did. That was, i think we you did a good job you were an amazing guest we, thank you so much thank you guys for having me i really appreciate it of course oh, yeah, anytime you, mike uh plug everything plug where people oh, okay. can find you I'm and oh, you, you have to watch his stuff plugged in your intro <laughs> that people have to go look up your tonight show sets i'm uh, at comic mike v on all social media platforms at comic mike v um 
My website is mikevecchione.com. It's uh, Italian, long last name, <laughs> M-I-K-E-V-E-C-C-H-I-O-N-E.com. Yeah. And uh, I'll be in Connecticut, Texas, uh, and Illinois. Windsor Locks, Connecticut, February 28th and 29th at Bobby V's. Um, Austin, Texas at the club Cap City, March 4th through the 7th. And Zanies in Chicago, March 11th through the 14th. And then I'll be at Skankfest in uh, Houston, Texas, uh, March 27th through 29th. So those are the dates awesome. coming up. Um, so Windsor Locks, Connecticut, Austin, Texas, Chicago, Illinois, and then Houston, Texas. Please come out and see me at Comic Mike V. And uh, uh, I had a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. Oh my yeah. God. Bobby V just Thank sounds you. like your uncle's house. <laughs> <laughs> Backyard Bobby. party. Bobby V, if you want to come over for the linguine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Veal. So good. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for doing it. Thank you guys. Thank yeah. you. Oh, Mike is the best. Thank you again, Mike, for coming on. So good. What a treasure and a treat. Lovely, lovely man. <laughs> Such a nice gent. Uh, do you have some segments? I think I think we all have segments. You know what I mean? <laughs> Who doesn't have a segment? I do. Frankly? I do have a segment. Do you have a segment as well? I do. Why are we talking? <laughs> I'll start with mine. Old Guys, English. I gotta. <laughs> I got a big to fuck. I got a big to fuck. I talked about it on Patreon a little bit already, but my Go Instagram to Patreon for like the deep dive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're gonna want it. My Instagram account at Delaney Fisher was disabled. I don't know why. I just woke up one morning and it was gone. Uh, without warning, no reason has been given to me. Um, so that's been quite shitty. Um, if anybody out there runs an online business of any kind and they rely on social media for promotions and connecting with people and stuff, uh, then you can imagine how shitty this can be for business. Um, yeah. So that's what I've been dealing with. But the good news is that something new was birthed from it. I have, <laughs> I've started a blog on DelaneyFisher.com. So if you'd like to sign up for that, yeah. you can. And I'll be sharing a lot of the same stuff that I was sharing on Instagram, but just in a safer place that cannot be disabled. Yeah. Um, so, you know, entrepreneur tips and lifestyle stuff and other fun shit and self-care just, you know, uh, yeah, fuck you, Instagram. <laughs> You've got to stop saying fuck you, Instagram. I can't have this negative impact me. I'm going to take this whole shit down, man. I'm going to take you down, Instagram. No, and I'm going to take you down with my blog, baby. She's not. Don't. Don't listen to her, Instagram. There are robots. Robots listen all the time. We're going to have to edit this uh, out, I swear. Oh, you guys. And by this time, I really don't know. I, by this time, I could have my real account back. I doubt it. Let's be real. I really doubt mm. it. Um, so I have made a new account. It's at Delaney.Fisher. If you want to hey, follow, yo. <laughs> you know, change it up a little bit, guys, because they won't give me my, my real username back. Um, so, yeah, if you want to follow it, I will have I will still be using it. It will just be a little bit differently the way I use yeah. Instagram. The, the meat, if you will, is going to be hosted on my website, DelaneyFisher.com. Yeah. Very cool. <sighs> very, very cool. So that's my defuck. That's my, actually, that's my fuck you segment. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Stomachs and knots. Um, I, have a, I have a good shit. I know I've touched on this uh, in the past when it was the LA premiere, but I just wanted to say officially that the Foosballers documentary that I am in is 
out on iTunes now. Yay. You can order it on iTunes and watch it. It is so good. I got to go up to Seattle with my my mom, who is in the Foosball Hall of Fame. Oh, uh, so cute. Just the best. The greatest. And she's kind of, my mom is kind of known as like the historian of the sport, which is just such a crazy, weird thing. But my mom's been playing foosball for 47 years. Oh, my gosh. She started playing when wow. she was 20 years old, and she really invested her life into it. And in the Foosballers documentary, they kind of um, they break away from the main narrative of following like six of the pro master foosball players on their journey to the world championships and kind of give you like, OK, for all of you who don't know, here's the history of like how oh. foosball got to be where it is. And um, it's pretty wild to see that at one point, I think foosball was like the sixth largest sport in america like had like the most like six most money invest invested in it like people you would go to these tournaments and like first place would be a fucking jaguar like a brand new really like a porsche holy shit like you could it was like a million dollar tour and tournaments that were giving out so much money so people you know when we say pro foosball player people were making a living completely on foosball and now there's only I think two players in the world that can make a living at it um, because they're just there isn't the same amount of money. And um, I mean, I could I could get real nerdy about it, obviously, but it made me so happy to get to watch it um, in the theaters with my mom. It was part of the Seattle International Film Festival where they screened it in a theater. Um, It's just like it's just cool. My mom, it's been her whole life and uh, she and I did a Q&A together afterward oh. at, like the front of the theater like down by the screen and so cool um one of the players stood up at the end and was like I just want to take a second and um just really give a shout out to you know my mom uh because without her like the sport wouldn't be where it is and she really carried so many things when things were tough and it just it was like a special moment oh. and I love my mom so much and I love foosball so much and the foosballers documentary is I mean, I know I'm a little biased, but it is so good. It's done so well. It's won all of these amazing wow. awards. Cam and I are definitely going to watch it. Oh, Cam yeah. will get oh he'll he'll be into fired it. up. Oh, he'll be into it's, it for sure. It's an adrenaline rush. Yeah, um, it's just great. And I'm really hoping that it goes on Netflix at some point. Yeah, I think a lot of documentaries awesome. like start on iTunes and then yes. get picked up. But yeah, um, just check it out. You can see the trailer on my Instagram. It's um, at Kelsey Cook Comedy. There's like a little IGTV trailer of it where you can see me doing a Cindy head impression and looking like a maniac. Cindy head is like the top. She's the most winningest uh, player in the sport. Oh, wow. Like male or female. She has a cool. bazillion titles. So Oh my god! I just got. Oh, oh like, what a nerd! Okay, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I worked no, myself. I talked it. myself out of breath with that. But um, yeah, I'm you guys excited. should watch it. I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. Yay! It will be my first movie that I watch after this fucking project I've yes. been working on. <laughs> oh, thank you for watching. Hell yeah! Um, so with that, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up this episode. But um, please be sure to. Uh, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. We have an iTunes review of the episode. Oh, yes. Let me read this real quick. Can't forget that. Damn. Okay, this is from I Have Swag. A good friend recommended this podcast to me when we were talking about our anxieties. Since then, I've been binging as many episodes as I can in a work day. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for taking the time. I Have Swag to leave us an iTunes review. As always, if you haven't yet, takes one second. Give us a five-star rating. Give us a sweet review. And then uh, it's a chance to be read on the show. 
Oh, and you guys, another announcement. I know we're just full of them, right? Um, yeah. We are doing a live Q&A live stream on Patreon, on our yes. Patre- patreon.com slash selfhelpless on Monday, March 16th at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And this is a reward because we reached 500 patrons and we told you guys that we'd be giving you uh, an exclusive, like, one-hour, basically, Q&A podcast, vodcast, really, because yeah. you guys would be able to, answer, you know, ask the questions, and we'll just be talking right to you. Is it a vodcast? No, I just thought it means, like, we use vodka Vid- or something. Vi- video podcast. <laughs> Isn't that what it's called? Oh, just probably. <laughs> All right, maybe I'm making up words. No, I like um, it. But, yeah, so mark your calendars for that. Our patrons, um, and if you want to join Patreon to view that, you absolutely can. You have a little little time. Uh, March, Couple week March 16th. Yeah. Mark your calendars, and uh, we love you guys, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to Self Helpless. We love you guys so much. There are a few different ways you can support our show. You can leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us move up the charts. You can also tell a friend about the show, post it on social media, and you can join our Patreon. It's where you can get bonus episodes from us and lots of really fun content and ways to interact with the show. That's at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. And if you go to selfhelplesspodcast.com, that's where you can get links to all of our individual stuff. Delaney, where can people find you? You can find me at DelaneyFisher.com. You can find uh, the online courses there, one-on-one creative consulting, watch my comedy special, and find Dicks by Delaney there. Perfect. Tay, where can people find you? You can find me on TTomComedy.com for tour dates and links to everything else social media-wise. I am at Taylor Tomlinson on Twitter and Instagram. Perfect. You guys can find me at KelseyCook.com for all my tour dates. My Instagram is at KelseyCookComedy. Twitter is at KelseyCook. Uh, please be sure to watch my foosball web series on YouTube called Wrist of Fury. I've had Delaney and Taylor on together. It was such a fun episode. And you can download and buy my album Savor It on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you find comedy albums. We also want to give a shout out to our amazing producer, Lauren Mahoney, and our amazing editor, Emma Erdbrink. We love you guys, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.